You are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a JRPG Games Club podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 5, covering the stretch of Shadowheart's Covenant from after the Neem Ruins to the party rescuing Anastasia in Petrograd. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is... Matt Marcus. I'm Fletcher. And I'm Kyle Thompson. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Been about Good a year. To see you. Yeah, it's a uh, it's funny because uh, you know the last time you were on, you were also talking about the troubles of the nobilities. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I feel like this is very apropos. It, uh, maybe maybe the party shouldn't have saved a Romanov. Um, <laughs> you could save stuck. one. You could save one Romanov <laughs> okay. as a treat. Yeah, yeah. I've been told I have to stop using that joke on recording, so... <laughs> you need to stop using uh, that joke. Yeah, you need to stop that. <sighs> Drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, not just you. Good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad I've not run into it in editing yet, so there Great. you have it. This episode uh, starts in Kenny. Uh <laughs> Whatever. I'm white, leave it to be. Why don't you do it? So is France. Uh huh. <laughs> They're like honorary white people. It's fine. No, I'm literally the textbook definition of honorary white as an Irish guy. You're mm. <laughs> mm. like four fifths. I'm transparent. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, we're in con. And uh, there are a bunch of NPCs walking around. You talk uh, to the townsfolk. And one of them says that uh, no one's escaped from uh, Fort Royale prison, like, ever. It's on an island. Uh, St. Marguerite. St. Marguerite, yeah. It's on St. Marguerite Island. That's where we're headed next. And uh, apparently there's a, a guy there that goes, who does go there once a week. But, like, usually no one goes over there and no one comes back from it. Hmm. Which, why Apparently, does he have to uh, bring supplies if no one goes there? Well, because there are people, there are actually prisoners there. That's apparently. fine, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the curious thing is, I don't know who... I, I guess this has been, like, completely commandeered by Sapientes Gladio. Like, there's nothing about the French government here. <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's a bunch of people in this prison. They're a little I mean, busy. Kind of, kind of similar to the fact that World War One is going on, but, like... You know, you talk to someone in town and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, famous people used to come here before the war just to remind you that World War One is happening because uh-huh. uh-huh. like there really hasn't been anything to do with the war in some time now. Yeah, no, yeah. it'll come Pretty up in Russia. Russia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will. It'll be mentioned in Russia. You won't see any of it. but Yeah. But... Oh, yes, you will. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But apparently someone has escaped from uh from this prison. Uh Marshal uh Bazane? Bazane? I yeah, Bazane. Don't know how to pronounce that. Bazanga. Bazanga. Um he climbed down uh using an improvised rope from like a three hundred foot cliff and escaped this prison. So uh, apparently the game has not done its Wikipedia properly. Yeah, well, see, I I think what actually happened is that the developers realized that Bazaine's story was more interesting than anything they had written, so they just wrote him <laughs> out of history. Uh, yeah, you know what? I I'd believe it. 
but, but yeah, no, he's uh, he he was a marshal in the French army, uh, and then the French got their heads handed to them in the uh, Franco-Prussian War. Hell yeah! And Bazaine was blamed for the loss because, of course, it could have been the fact that the French were underprepared, had bad strategy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was that there were traitors to the nation in the French army. Uh, so he was framed as a traitor to the nation, put on trial, uh, and sent to St. Marguerite. And then he was able to, like, tie together a bunch of, like, shipping ropes or some shit to make a a big, long rope to climb down this 300-foot cliff. And his wife got a, like, hired a boat for him to hop into from the cliff. Uh, and then they ran away to uh, to England. Interesting. So, pretty interesting story. And he is, in fact, the only person who ever escaped from the Fort Royal prison. Yeah. And th- this was back in 1874, so they couldn't write it into the story. No, <laughs> they couldn't write it into the story. Because <laughs> uh, imagine if Roger, what if Roger Bacon knew that and then he made his own rope uh, escape? Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would have been really good. Yeah, Marshall you know stayed with me when when he was uh, he was very young, and I was much younger as well. Well, he went to England. You could have written that in. Yeah, like you oh. could have. You could have. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, uh, That was a good good plot hook. He's not there. You go to the waterway, and he's there getting <laughs> yeah. in your boat. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh my god! Or, or it's like so good, especially after doing an entire dungeon. Because fuck you for doing a dungeon with uh, stealth. Whatever. Italy. <laughs> oh, did you do any stealth of that? I definitely did not. Bother. I, I, I did I tried. because the reward is amazing. I didn't oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, like I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't quite figure out how to. Like it wasn't worth the effort and time for me to like figure out how to do every one of these puzzles. So I just I blitzed my way through it. Yeah, my man's my man's got a two MP cure. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I did do the full stealth back in like when I played this game originally in whatever it was, the early two thousands, twenty two thousand two or something like that. Yeah, we'll complain about it more. Don't you worry. But at the <laughs> moment, the place we are is small, and the main thing we're looking for here is not the boat. But the next game long quest, the treasure hunt, which is where right. a guy is going to give you uh, maps that are, in fact, not a map of any kind, but ever more complex ciphers that you have to figure out to find an item. And if you find it and come back to him, he goes, "Ah, you solved my riddle. You have the next. Is this worth doing? Um, if you have the answers, yes. I accidentally found an invisible. <laughs> I accidentally found an invisible item in the uh, dungeon where you fight Oscar. That oh, yeah. is, oh. I believe, the correct one. Oh, is it? Is it the is it the card? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just Damn accidentally it. I found that. that I picked up my controller wow. while, while I was standing there, pressed the A button on accident and found an item. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure that's, that's the correct one. That is what this game does to you, yes. That's, yeah, it was the Wheel of Fortune card. Oh yeah. No, I think you I need I think you want love is the card. There's like three cards in this dungeon. Oh really? okay. But they're all yeah. useless because they're for Lucia, right? Yes. Other than the one. <laughs> She's so bad. It, uh, is is Lucia just really bad? Like it was I just wrong or 
I don't. Like, so I, I think so. Her oils are an incredibly handy thing, especially late game. Once right. You it's, get, it's it's mixed yeah. from FF five, right? Yeah, but it doesn't consume things. Oh yeah, and her tarot skill is trash that gets worse the more of them you get because it means yeah i was like why would i want more cards it's just gonna make it even worse yeah it's wild magic (laughs) (laughs) it is it's literally wild magic it's it's so bad yeah yeah that wild the only time i ever used wild magic in Baldur's gate 2 was on the shadow dragon and we got a polymorph into squirrels so that worked out great Holy crap. Wonderful. I, I have a player in my home in my home campaign who uses wild magic just about every session. What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got a boulder trap for that guy. <laughs> it's okay, he's gonna cast a spell, and wouldn't you know it, the dice say that it has just turned into cotton candy. <laughs> well, there's I got I uh, got the, the beard made of feathers. Uh what else? Which, oh yeah, it doesn't go away until you hiccup, I think is the... Or sneeze. Yeah. That was, that was weird. Anyway. Also here is the first treasure quest branch. Uh, if you trade for the Daruma doll, uh, you're good to go. If you trade for the limestone block, you're on a branch that can continue the main quest, but can also dead end and has more steps. Gotta love the blind plot uh branch uh someone's been like this is this is foreshadowing dark souls 3 design it's amazing (laughs) well these people had to go somewhere after this company was scattered to the five winds (laughs) right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i honestly think they deserve it this series is in a particularly weird bit of legal limbo that i don't know if anyone will ever sort out yeah you know it's it's a, it's an interest like was it this was this game was made by like X S N K devs isn't that right? It was one of the many splinters after their initial closing. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Wow. Well, I guess it makes sense why the battle system is more interesting than anything else. Hmm. So there is a samurai man card in the inn. I think you get it from a rather. Uh, a man of carriage uh, who hits on you, he's, I think, is the... He's a the, big the, boy. Yeah. 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 I believe he could describe him as an absolute unit. <laughs> he's an absolute unit. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the lottery guy has a potent gale crest as a best reward. Uh, he's directly beside a save point. Scum this one. I think I got it first try. Oh, I definitely mm-hmm. uh, save state all of these, including all of the stat up items. Lots of save stating uh, with the judgment ring. <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, this this model you'll consider like you've probably seen this guy before, and like he shows up in Russia. He shows up, but like it's not the same guy. But like it'd be really <laughs> funny if it if it were. But yeah, he he tells Yuri like, why don't you pose for one of these? Why would you reuse the extremely distinctive model as a different character? I have no idea. <laughs> They honestly do that a lot in this game uh, with the NPCs. Yeah, reminder, this game was rushed enough to get a director's cut, but also popular enough in its initial form to get a director's cut. So, wait, there's a director... Isn't that... Would that be Japan only? Yes. So it includes the U.S. features, like the FF International versions. 
Yes, and it also okay. has extended gameplay segments where you play as Nikolai, Lenny, and Veronica doing some of the things they do off screen. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's weird. So eventually in the end, we find some ran- rando drunk by the stairs, and uh, this is the guy who has the boat and the key to the waterway under St. Marguerite. And uh, he tells us in a panic that he's the one who is paid to deliver Roger Bacon to the island. And since we decide to not immediately murder him, he just gives you uh, the key and just undermines the secret society that pays him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very funny, too, because, like, you're thinking, oh, the boat only goes once a week, which means, like, with the sense of urgency that we have right here, we're going to have to figure something out. Oh, we, we just bully the guy. Well, semi-bully the guy until he lets us take his boat. Bullying works. Got a got a Kamala out of the race, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I guess um oh fuck. War Yeah, it might be a little too dark if you're going where I think you're going. <laughs> uh no. Uh, anyway, so we're we're going to St. Marguerite. <laughs> Bullied Kim Jong un into a coma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Jordan Peterson oh. was trying to become a bulky boy because he didn't know any better, and look what happened to him. I, we we haven't heard anything about that in the interim, have we? Uh, he can stand, according to a photo. Wow. Uh, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, that's an improvement, I guess, for that's him. That's literally it. Oh, boy. Anyway, becoming, so yeah, we're going to... Becoming non-communicative, just like the lobster. Oh God! Now I'm just imagining <laughs> Colin Farrell and uh, John C. Riley dunking on Jordan Peterson and the characters of that movie. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining like a Bloodborne style transformation. Like, <laughs> he just flexes, all his skin explodes you know, off, and now he's a giant yeah. lobster. <laughs> yeah, must become oh, as lobster. Uh-huh. The wounded Peterman. <laughs> uh, anyway. So we're, we head to the island. We're going to Fort, Fort Royale, which was used as a prison for a long time. And this is a this is actually the place where the man in the iron mask was kept for a period of time. Why did so they lock up Ghostface Killer? <laughs> Look, His man. rhymes were too ill. It was threatening the monarchy. You know, no one, no one, like no one really knows who the man in the iron mask was still, which is pretty amazing. It was Leonardo DiCaprio. I saw that movie. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's my Leonardo only relationship DiCaprio. with this. Yeah. Uh, it was all part of his elaborate plot to destroy the Albertan oil industry. Had to go back in time and become imprisoned for most of his life. He had to get an early start to make his way into the pussy posse. <laughs> uh, Leonardo so, DiCaprio yeah. just turning all the oil rigs pumps to fully open. <laughs> Yeah, destroying Alberta. If you uh, if you don't live here, you wouldn't know about the uh, the vast conspiracy theories that center on Leonardo DiCaprio and are promoted. No, yeah, no, this is a real thing. This is a real thing (laughs) that like the the oil industry here for the longest time was creating like Facebook memes and stuff that were accusing Leonardo DiCaprio as being the evil mastermind behind the foreign funded environmental radicals uh, who are out to destroy Alberta. Can what? Okay. I can half confirm that because I have seen some of those incredibly cursed memes 
like the one that's anti-Israeli and talking about how Albertan oil is pro-lesbian? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. There, there's huh? a lot of that you ethical should, oil shit. Yeah. You should buy from us because we're cool with the gays and it has two women making out. That's real. For every for every barrel uh? of oil you buy, we'll turn some of it into plastics for vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look now! Now what's, is the what's time. What's wrong with the simulation? Jesus! Buy buy worthless Alberta crude and uh, turn it into vibrators. Uh, hey, oil was free recently. You get yeah. paid to take oil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> only if you uh, had a tanker. Because I did look into it. at a place to start. <laughs> 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 I don't. Your I don't know if you can turn crude into big. Do Do you have the uh, the facilities to uh, turn crude into lube? Flesh. Yeah, it turns out I don't. <laughs> just, just bulldoze all the empty schools and just put a bunch of barrels of oil on the lot. Look, those 50-gallon tubs of lube on Amazon have to come from somewhere. I do actually live near an empty school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Anyway, yeah, once you uh, get to the island, a, uh, a wild uh, wolf shows up. And uh, just steals the key out of uh, Yuri's back pocket or something. <laughs> uh, and then runs through a hole. And so we have to go and get this key back. Because apparently this island has a feral pack of wolves. That also includes a lead wolf who is going to be a wolf bout. But in order to do all that, we have to then become Blanca. And this fucking sucks. Because they don't signal it. And then also, once you were switched to Blanca, you can't take any of the crests or like any of the other supplies that were equipped to the other characters. There's just no way to do that. So like, if you didn't have Blanca have anything on him or like had like decent stuff or upgraded stuff, good fucking luck because I don't know if you can leave this area until you beat nope. this section. Well, yeah, sorry, you're underselling right. this. This is the first of three. Blanca uh -huh. solo segments that are going to happen. But the first mm -hmm. one is just, hey, you can be Blanca solo, get the key back from the wolf so everyone can get into the prison. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, there is a uh, there is a save save spot and then also a wolf that sells you shit. Yes. Why is there a save spot there? There's one literally five feet away outside of the hole. I have no idea. Oh, uh, just so you can avoid some dialogue if you want to redo the fight, I guess. In case yeah. you absolutely suck. Like, if yep. you have to grind. Uh-huh. It, it also helps... Uh, can you grind you... here? Yeah, there they're, are they're random wild. encounters. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you can fight random wolves. They're not very fun to fight. Because it's always a two-on-one, and you always have to, like, take some licks. I see what you did there. But at least it, like, it, it helps. It helps you uh, if you're trying to, uh, if you're bad at the judgment ring and you want to reload after fucking up a, a discount. <laughs> You, yeah, you, you just press, be right you next just to press F3, Matt. It's easy. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my, yeah, my, my PlayStation 2 controller doesn't have F3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you beat up this wolf. And then let's talk about. I hate this dungeon. I think I'm saying this more as this game goes on. There's a couple of endgame ones that I do not have this level of vitriol for, but I hate this dungeon. So we get the key back. And the first obstacle in our path after we have a full party again is that the code to go up a floor is blindly intuited 
by clues that the prisoners have picked up. So it's that's so easy. All, it's they're all even. They're in descending in descending order and higher than four. And then some other guy will also, in case you're really dumb, tell you the first one is eight. In case you couldn't figure out that from zero to nine, it has to be eight six four. However, still stupid. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the least stupid. It is. You haven't heard me bad. It is less dumb than the lockpick, my guy. Yeah. The one thing I, I will have to say about this dungeon is I, I like when you get to uh, ambush uh, seven dudes, kill them in one hit, and then, like, get a whole bunch of soul points. That's really good. Yeah, that happened to me at least twice. Also dumb is that this is where we get the whole party locked away, as Matt already mentioned, because... Everyone but the wolf walks into a room where Veronica's perfume is a fucking nerve agent. That's uh-huh. a real thing. Uh-huh. So Blanca runs off, and everyone else just collapses, gets thrown in cells. I'm plot paralyzed, but can still tell you exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. And then there's the S&M scene. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a lot. So... So, remember when the characters were all joking about how Veronica is an S&M clown early on, including Lenny? That's literal now. Subtext has become text. Yeah, yeah she it's is, not so much... She's the revolver ocelot of this game. Yeah, she's just a sadist. <laughs> she says she is going to accept a volunteer to play with her, and whoever goes spares their friends a bad time. You oh, get to choose who to in the party... What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went with Geppetto. Like, uh, I went with Geppetto, too. Honestly, best choice. Because you, know you know why this works? Is that, like, you, you, you get a bunch of uh, text responses to the question, and they don't tell you to whom they belong, but you could probably figure them out. And Geppetto uh, says, oh, I might be into a little kinky stuff. <laughs> and, of course, you pick that one. <laughs> uh, thinking, now that I think back about it, the first one is definitely... Uh, Definitely Yuri, where he's like just extremely rude and flip about it. Uh-huh. Yes. He's just like, fine, I, think I guess. It's Yuri, Geppetto, Karen, and I forget what the last two orders Geppetto's is. the last one, I think? There are only three for me. There are five. There, you can yeah, have they, everyone cycled through. Can you yeah, scroll down, yeah. maybe? Yeah, you can scroll down. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, yeah, there's a. You're basically uh, unintentionally picking who you are based on the, the dialogue that would have related to a certain character so yeah the one that's like the straight up horny one is geppetto hell yeah that's yeah and and he he, while being tortured he basically just does nothing but hit on her it's 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 pretty amazing i I I think think you're supposed to rebel i i don't really know what's the what like the goal is here like are you supposed to hold out like you know like a metal gear solid are you supposed to play along enough to get what you want out of it or not to get completely knocked out if you play along those are the bad options it turns out and resisting are the good options uh i did some playing along i did some resisting and i wound up with a a five key which is an okay item to get yeah the correct course is to mash X and always give the first answer, which is the spitting in her face, resistance. Mm-hmm. If you do this, you are left the next weapon upgrade for that character. Oh, damn. Okay. So, A, don't take Joaquim. All his weapons are free. And B, 
Veronica's dialogue is the same no matter who you bring in. But one of Joaquim's lines, especially if you choose to break from the hit X, hit X, hit X, correct answer, is he straight up says repeatedly, I'm gay. No, I'm not into women. What's wrong with you? And she gives the stock response for that scene, which is, it's okay. People always complain at first. It takes some time to bring them around. A lot of time. So it's like, it's got some real fun vibes. Love it. Yikes. Hate this all. Fuck this scene. Yeah, this is a good. Like, it's never fun to watch a character get tortured. I don't know. It's kind of fun when it's Geppetto, and I hate him anyway. Geppetto. Like, I, I had, I had a good laugh at the Geppetto thing because he's just taking the piss out of her completely, and 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 and, and being a ridiculous. <laughs> She's so bad when you just deflate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, you're definitely just ruining her scene, and it's very good. And yeah, but you know. Joaquim's is is terrible. That's like some horrible gay conversion therapy stuff that is not in the slightest bit good. Uh, who who knew that if you had very different characters, you would have to write different dialogue and it would go bad if you didn't. Yeah! Wow! What a what a shocking revelation. Yeah, I don't like this. I think I am on record as saying this fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah I, wound up having a, I wound up having a funny time, but it could definitely suck if you wasn't Geppetto, probably. Like, imagine fucking Yuri in here. Or Karen, uh, Yuri, actually. Yuri would be funny, I probably. I was about to say, Yuri is sassy, Karen is also a bad one. Yeah, Karen's oh, really? yeah, bad. that can't be good, no. Uh, Luc- Lucia, probably bad. Yuri and Geppetto, probably the only good options. Uh, Lucia has a little more just because she does point out in this scene that she and Veronica trained under the same master at one point. What? So they have kind of a character thing going. Yeah, that does come out in this uh, cutscene here that they that they know each other and they have a background together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. No wonder that cat turned out so bad. It's Veronica's fault. <laughs> Very possibly. Uh Okay. Uh, so, meanwhile, uh, Nikolai is flipping through the book he stole off your party and goes, Well, this is hella cursed. Who would want this? Oh, well, I'm taking it to the boss. <laughs> That's almost verbatim. <laughs> I yeah, know, it's pretty so much. good. It's so funny. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, Letty... Like, there's a lot of, like, Letty sort of just being... Like, there's like a lot of awkward energy between him and Letty... In, in, in this scene and he's just like uh letty you know just just kill them when she gets tired of them in a few days uh i've got some business in russia like why uh, why is he well i i mean i guess we might we might find out later this episode why but like uh why is nikolai letting um veronica just not you know have her fun and not just kill them because they are kind of dangerous to them <laughs> Like it's one of those things where the villains go like, "Oh, I don't have, I could kill you anytime well, now, but I don't." Nikolai's whole deal is that he wants to kill Yuri, and he knows Veronica won't because Veronica's just into torture. Yeah, but then then Lenny he says then Lenny kills them. <laughs> Veronica seems like the real odd man out because it's like make sure they have a bad time before Lenny actually does the does the job. Yeah, I mean Veronica is a sadist, but we don't know that she's a murderer. <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. I, I've heard some talking points on Fox News that would say otherwise. <laughs> but like, you know, uh, it, it, he's he's just like a hands off kind of manager, right? He's just going to got confidence in his, his well, subordinates. 
By the end of this update, we're going to see that Nikolai is not perhaps operating on the same goals as the team. Right. Yeah, he just wants yeah. to kill Yuri, right? That's kind of his shtick, yeah. He's from he's like just scene a, one. He's just a super passionate heretic hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh unfortunately for the remaining duo of uh Sapientas Gladio uh and the player. Uh, Blanca is still free, so we regain control with him. Uh, it is time for Metal Gear Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, it's it's so. I mean, the one thing about this that I like is the animation of the dog uh, of of Blanca, Standing like hiding is. Yeah, it's it so just good. stands up it's like a person. So good. It's very funny. It's like it's so fucking, fucking good. It's like those pictures of where they apply the Pikachu skin in Smash Brothers to Snake. <laughs> That's what it's like. Uh, like, I, I really wanted to see more of, like, Blanca tiptoeing, like, on two legs like that. That would have made this at least a little bit more tolerable. I, I do think one thing I have to give them, like, props for is that they actually set up the camera angles in a similar way to MGS. Uh-huh. Just so that the the gag is like extremely obvious, uh-huh. and, and that that makes it work all the better. Yeah, all it needs is like a uh, uh, Johnny Sasuke, uh, you know, pants <laughs> shitting gag, and it would have been, you know, at least it would have been a, a perfect homage. <laughs> to listening to lightning strikes thrice if you want to support our podcast we are part of the pitch drop podcast network along with uh other shows you should check out such as being jim davis and bocono stop there are two versions of bocono stop there is a free version and a completely different version that is for patrons only if you want to listen to that and get other cool benefits like joining our discord please go to patreon.com forward slash pitch or tentacle.pro and uh give us a few bucks and of course, ratings and reviews are always welcome. Thank you. So we're not here to save the DARPA chief. Uh, nope. Our goal now is to enter the prison via the same hole from before. It's not weapon pure procurement on site. And uh, Up. what do you get this if time? you stealth this? <laughs> I don't know. Fletcher, what do, you, what do you get when you stealth what this, do you Fletcher? Get? Uh, you get a very good early accessory, the Zodiac bracelet. Ooh. What's that do? It is, I want to say it's like resistance to maybe every status effect.
I don't, oh, it's, oh, like, it's like a ribbon kind of deal? Yeah, it is paralysis, petrification, and special defense up. The just complete immunity. That's fantastic. So you will start getting those later in the game as a thing you can get, but this is just straight up cutting out like a quarter of the game you get this early. Man, by the way, speaking of accessories, fuck that lady who says, I really want that uh, coral bracelet, and I go buy a 5,000 thing accessory, and she doesn't won't take it. Fuck you. Why even use the name of a thing that and say you want it if you won't take it? Oof. The whims of the aristocracy are very vain, my friend. <laughs> She's in good knee, it's fine. All right, so you end up with the wolf pack from uh, the earlier Blanca section. Uh, you end up in a dogfight uh, with their leader, their alpha, uh, Philippe. Technically a boss. A special boy. <laughs> you know, a big dog on a small island obviously didn't do him much good. Having defeated uh, Philippe, uh, Blanca gains another stamp on his card and finally a second skill, Full Moon, which removes all status or ring effects from the whole party. I didn't get Not this. super useful in you this uh, upcoming sequence. You didn't get it. That means you are uh, missing a previous wolf yeah. belt. Yeah, yeah this yeah. should be your fifth. Yeah, no, I haven't been going back to the old uh, dungeons and getting the wolf bouts, so that's probably why I haven't had this yet. Because I only have four. I only killed four of them so far. Beat four I do that after we record as I go back through and then uh, clean up like side quests and stuff so I don't have to bother next time I play. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that this next section. Because, you know, I just haven't like every time I go, oh, I should probably spend like, I don't know, like three or four hours like going and picking up stuff. I'm like, ah, or I could just get to the next section and be done. It takes 30 minutes if you press 30 minutes if you press the tab key in your emulator. I, I don't have it. I don't have full a tab moon key. is a pretty handy skill to get. But if you're oh, yeah. willing to wait for the next wolf fight to just hold you out, it's yeah, you can get it then. Yeah, no, I mean, I want it, especially because, like, if they're going to force me to play Blanca solo, like, thank God I at least had as many as I did for uh, for the Soul Comet, because, mm-hmm. like, I, mm-hmm. I used that pretty much this entire way through this section, because... It's so uh, the, strong. And the yeah. stealth sucks, and so you end up in a lot of fights. The stealth is only bad for, like, as the person who did it, there's only one of them... That is really terrible, which is where you have to walk out, get the attention of two guards on the other side of a fence, and then quickly dash into a place where they cannot see you when they come out to check. Yeah, I actually that's that's one of the ones I figured out how to do because I uh, spoiler, I had to do this twice Mm. Uh, because the the problem with this is like, I don't know, we'll just jump ahead and say it like there's a boss fight at the end of this, the stealth section, and there's no save point before it. And the thing is, with this section, every time you go into a new room and you go, oh, I want to, like, duck back. Like, let's say you killed all the guards and you want to go and save. Uh, Blanca just goes, there's no time to go back. So you're always moving forward. So there's just you have to do this fight. And there's a there's a trick to it where it can really, really fuck you over uh, with poison. Oh, dude, I was like, oh, this is fine. And then it starts stacking and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I had to do this section all over damage. Yeah, yeah. So I had to do this section all over again because there's just no save. I was like looking for a save point because I'm like, I, I know there's going to be a boss. But the the nice thing is, though, at least the way I have have uh, had Blanca set up, if I did like uh, a perfect hit on uh, 
on the uh, Soul Comet, I would kill like a single dude in one shot. And if it was like a single dude encounter, I would get a mana seed every time. And that was super helpful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I ended up pretty much fighting my way through this. So uh, during the stealth sequence near the end, you uh, make your way to an office where uh, there are seven spots that you can search for where the keys are and it's in one randomly and you can only search five before the guard comes in and spots you if you get there if you do get that fight the guard has the keys on him after the battle luckily i found them right away in the drawers next to the door and i was like oh that was very easy i i found yeah. it the first time and didn't find it the second time i i actually hate that this is the one thing you cannot control that might screw you out of the zodiac bracelet yeah, I mean, thankfully, it's not during it's I think it's past most of the easier ones, like the really hard, like the hard, harder ones are at the end. Yeah, this is the part before you get to the really crazy. All right. Now, you know, the mechanics segment. Oh, dude, the branches are the worst. Oh, dude, the thing about the branches that I don't understand. OK, so the first time you run into them, uh, there's like three guys talking and you're trying to sneak by and there's a bunch of there's just a pile of branches in the middle of this fucking uh, uh Hold jail cell and, and like the first time you go across it you go oh i'm just gonna like tip the the analog stick really carefully and you walk across no problem uh the next time you run into them you have to be holding the button to make you walk or else you can't walk through it you just get you just make a noise and like get stuck it's so annoying and I, I didn't know that. So, like, the first time I went through this, I I, try, I just tried to, like, brute force, like, oh, like, oh, if I'm just really careful with it. And like, nope, you get stuck every time. And I got into every fight. The second time I figured it out. But, you get yeah. stopped for so long. It's like three seconds. It's so annoying. Uh, and there's, like, no recovery time between your, your when you trigger it. Then if you trigger it immediately again, you basically make no progress. Uh, yeah. But anyway, at the other end of this, you get to fight. Uh, Victoria's familiar Oscar. And uh, the thing about this fight is it when, when you beat, uh, I believe, I believe it's this is when you beat Philippe, you get a uh, anti-poison uh, item. Yeah. From that fight. And if you put it on Blanca, this fight is super fine. Not a big deal. If you didn't, he poisons you and then he double poisons you, which get, does like 50 something damage a turn on top of oscar's damage which is like probably around like 50 to 75 so like this becomes really dire very fast and poison poison is percentage based so when i got deadly poison since i've been playing with blanca is just 65 damage a turn yeah man, like fuck double poison that's so dead that's so dumb uh yeah I, I i think i had the uh anti-poison item on so this was pretty okay yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I probably oh, should have been Oh, actually, I died. It. I died, and then I was like, okay, anti-poison time. <laughs> That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. So, yeah. like, it yeah. had they, yep. if, if they had put, like, a save point right there, it would have been fine. But they yeah. decided this is, like, the one time they didn't put a save point right before a boss. I, right. I muscled through on two MP cures and uh, some anti-poison items and having a bunch of levels. Like, my man's, like, level 19. Jesus. But in the main part, I don't know what my I don't know what my Blanca's level is because I accidentally deleted my save when I upgraded PCX PCSX2. Oh, (laughs) oh no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I uh, 
I finished this section of the game with uh, everybody at like 18 to 19. So like at this point, I was probably 17, 16. I don't know. Like the, the it's hard to keep track of the levels. Oh, there's uh, a ring soul in here. Yes. Oh, I, I did not get yes. the ring soul. So, yeah, at this point, we have got the party back after taking out Oscar. Uh, whoever was involved in Veronica's playtime, check their cell. You'll get your reward. Didn't do that either. I guess nice. I just got a three key from a chest on the left randomly. Uh, yeah, that one's just in the farmost left cell. So, yeah, the ring soul is nearby and Yuri's trying to be real friendly, but he's like, hey, ring spirit, ring spirit, bro. And the ring soul has a full meltdown because he's like, some of us don't get to just coast through life. Some of us have a mortgage and a wife and children, <laughs> and we have to put in the hours every day. And he just vanishes, literally exploding in rage. It, it's that, uh, it's that, what is it? Grimes, the guy from The Simpsons? Frank Grimes, super, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's who the ring soul is for sure. He's got, like, big salary man rage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, at first you said he's Grimes, and I just shuddered because <laughs> of it. Oh, I, you know what? Meltdown not, Day not in full Grimes. progress. Not that Grimes. My, my hey. brain went there first, too. Uh, you know that he's claiming that the baby is supposed to be here tomorrow, which means I think he's going to try and induce labor for a May 4th birth. Oh, no. What? What, what, is, yeah. what is this? Oh, you didn't know Grimes is pregnant with Elon Musk? No, I didn't know Grimes is pregnant. I didn't know what this this subsequent story was. He's claiming that Monday is when the baby is due. I literally think he's going to try for a May 4th Star Wars meme baby. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It it would be on brand for him. I I hate this. I love Elon Musk now because there's just a uh, a bunch of people who don't think about the world realizing that oh, people who are bad can like the things that I like. What I like is not what makes me good. Also, I just got to admit that seeing about 17 different, yo, dude, your one tweet cost me 10K is, oh, oh, it gives me life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, geez, that, that, that guy needs to get off Twitter. I mean, Finally, the guy no, needs to just it's become a better person. Me. That guy needs to run Twitter. Finally, my soul <laughs> has re-entered my body after reading those replies. Uh, christ ah it's gonna be a good one anyway so the uh continued ascension through the prison hits a snag when you find roger's area of the prison behind a key that's not on the ring you've got luckily because this now runs on resident evil logic a nearby prisoner tells you he was the locksmith who designed this place's security uh, if you get this guy three items, he can free himself, Roger, anyone you like, give his middle fingers to the employee. He's he's pretty happy about this. Only we, the players who have to do the fetch quest, lose. <laughs> That's oh, this so bad. The, accurate. The, this was the part where I was, like, really checked out on this dungeon. It was like, oh, this is just one annoyance too much. If yeah. you split these up into multiple things, yes, I would be less cross, but... Every floor is a new tedious gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it just feels really padded in a really lazy mm-hmm. way because you're just you're spending all this time running around getting into battles and like these are all invisible items, of course. 
I've never needed a map in a JRPG before, but I definitely wish I had a map in this one. Well, it's it's interesting that, like, the location is presented as St. Marguerite Island, not Fort Royale. And you get very little sense of place from this. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's, it's just kind of a lot of interconnected dungeon rooms. Yeah, yeah, because you have, like, you, you did not, you approached in a cave. Yeah. And there's a little bit of out, I don't know why it's a cave, uh, because there's, you go through a little hole and you're out in the woods, and then you're in a building, and then you spend the entire time in the building not being able to look outside. I think it's supposed to be, like, a cove, not, like, an actual just cave. Yeah. Mm. It looks I think it's very supposed to be cavey, bigger though. than it is. There, there is a cave that leads into Fort Royale, or not a cave, a, a cove. But uh, and you know there is a forest on the island. But I feel like maybe the technical limitations of the PS2, or maybe just the lack of time, meant that they couldn't actually like show the Star Fort that this place actually is, or give it any kind of sense of identity or place, or even mention its name. <laughs> Or even mention its name, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not it's not great. Uh, and the one of the things when you're running around too is you you can find um, there's a, a lottery person here. That's who I want to talk about. Uh, so when you first talk to him, he's like, you don't get his name right away. His name shows up after his text, and he's like, I'm here for irredeemable crimes against humanity. And then his name appears as Thomas the Panty Thief. Yeah, that oh is God. that is what happens. And then immediately after that, he goes, by the way, you want to play the lottery? <laughs> uh, which I did, and I got the, uh, the the top prize first try, and then I'm like, I gotta get to a save point, but you can't go back to... I, like, I think the closest save point, you have to go all the way out with Blanca to the save point by the wolf uh, oh. shop guy. Because there's no save points inside the prison at all. I don't think. Yeah, you can go back to the waterway. You can just even, like, leave the dungeon as long as you're not only Blanca. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it was really annoying because I'm like, I I definitely don't want to have to do that all over again because, like, you know, trying to do that shuttle run between the save point and that guy just to try one more time would be a huge pain in the ass. Uh, I think the item is a slow two, which is pretty solid. Hell yeah, it is. It's so good. Mm, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I equipped it uh, immediately. Yeah, this dungeon is impossible. Uh, I basically had to use a an ASCII art map to find my way around because I could not figure out where the fuck Roger Bacon was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. So, we said this off recording, but I'm going to point it out. Remember last week when we said I jammed too much into that episode? Originally, that final hell dungeon last week was going to be paired with this. <laughs> yeah, that oh. would have been pretty dire. Yeah. Wow. So far, the only dungeon uh, that I have been able to navigate is the island. You know, I, 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 I think that previous that previous dungeon would have been okay if it didn't have random encounters during the puzzle segments, and if it, um, yep. and if it didn't have grinding before the boss um, to get the equipment. So. Or what if it immediately ended uh, after the shop, and there was not the light bridge section or the final section with the awful like raise and lower the orange blocks. I mean, that just kind of reminded me of Final Fantasy X, honestly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it it does have big temple, like, ten temple energy. Very faith yeah. energy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was better with that dungeon than this one. That one had identity, this one has none at all. 
Final Fantasy X-2 has big faith no more energy. God, I wish. <laughs> Give me a Mike Patton JRPG. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so uh, now that you have the whole party, you can enter rooms that you didn't during Blanca's stealth segment. Uh, one of these is Nikolai's office, which is like one of the only places that does have any identity in here, uh, where you'll steal a fountain pen for the key and find a chest with your reward for the stealth segment. If you got through entirely undetected, i.e. no fights, uh, this gives you the Zodiac bracelet, as uh, we have mentioned. Otherwise, it's lessons by how many times you were seen, so it's not a complete uh, pass-fail situation. But yeah, definitely worth getting that Zodiac bracelet because status ailments are no joke in this game. And knocking out two of the most potent in one item. Yeah, and uh, one you're going to want very soon. I definitely Mm -hmm. had no chest in here because I just fought every guy immediately because I was just not having it. Uh Nice. Another room we'll get to go back to is uh, the one where we were all captured before. And uh, Joachim will just find a massive warp pipe from Mario on the ground floor. And the uh, the music in this section is incredible, by the way, in this scene. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. the yeah, weird Western like, music. Yeah, it's like the, it's really goofy. It, it, I don't know what they, they, they do with the bass, but it definitely sounds like, uh, it's very uh, Earthbound-like. Yeah. Is, is probably the best way to describe it. Like, it definitely has bi- big, like, uh, like, just that kind of goofy... Uh, you know, kind of thing. And, and the, the dialogue here is also really funny because yeah, my Joaquin man is uncomfortably into the curvature of these pipes. He, he's like, oh, just think of all the kittens that hid inside it. And, and you're just like, what the kittens? Love? What the hell are you talking about? I could feel the love of the kittens that were in this pipe. And he's like, look at the amazing curves on this pipe. It is truly beautiful. <laughs> uh, and like Geppetto's in this one, too. He's also like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Uh, and yeah, he just grabs the pipe, and there you go, you have a new weapon. Yeah, this game has a very peculiar sense of humor. I'm here for it, to be honest. Yeah, it's mo- it's mostly it good. I would say it's mostly good. It does help, it does help, definitely. It, oh, dude, imagine the, imagine the alternate, extremely grim version of this game that would be very easy to make. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is remove Yuri? Uh... <laughs> Well, no, because yeah, like kinda. Lenny is also Lenny is also like very much like slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah, oh slapstick. The... But he's about to become a body horror boss fight. Oh my god! Oh my god! The bit when Ver- when he tried to do the trick on Veronica is incredible. Uh huh. Returning. So yes. when you get all the items, you go back to the uh, locksmith to get the uh, makeshift key, and if you talk to him again, you just get another opera page. Uh huh. Because <laughs> if <laughs> if you don't do that, fuck you, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the funny thing is the he, the guy is like, okay, now you can unlock every key, like everything in this place. Uh, and it's like, oh, I could leave, but you know what? I kind of like it here. I'm not going to because that means that the people would have to make a new character model and put in new animations. And fuck that. Yeah, he's got three hots and a cot, fam. What else could you want? <laughs> three square <laughs> meals a day. Uh, that's, what, that's what the three hots are, my friend. Oh, uh, okay. I see what you're saying. I, you I'm never not knew heard, what I, that I, meant. I, I had not heard that term before. Oh, that's just like, on, man, who has three hot ladies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do they? How do they all fit in the cut? 
Uh, you have a rotation. Somebody has to sleep on the floor. Yeah. So we we go and the place we have to go to find Roger is uh, where the three dudes were talking during the stealth section. That's how I figured out where I had to go, because otherwise it's very confusing. Also, and, we should point out Roger is literally the man in the iron mask. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. They just take it off with no circumstance at all. Yeah. 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 So Veronica and Lenny enter behind the team after they uh, they enter the room and see Roger trapping them in the cell. And then you get to fight three waves or yeah, it's like three waves of uh, just regular mooks, which are a, a slightly uh, upgraded version of the Steel Claw guys. But, you know, th- there's like, I think, six or seven of them in like, groups of two. Yeah, uh, this is really annoying. <laughs> Because, like, you know, like, God forbid you die on this fight and have to do these three battles all over again, which are trivial, but just take up a lot of your resources, you know, like MP and mm-hmm. stuff. It's obnoxious. This scene is also where uh, Yuri tries to do the, uh, I bet you don't know, trick to Veronica. And then she's like, what kind of fucking idiot would fall for that? And then Letty has the most incredible facial expression. Yeah, he's, like, he's so pained. I mean, and, and, like this entire time, he's been like groveling about how stupid he was. Like every time he talks to Nikolai, he's like, "I'm not an idiot, I swear." And it's like just everybody else is rubbing it in. Let me just send in every warrior in my order to be killed really quick. My favorite part of this is not how pained Lenny is. It's that Yuri takes the vote to just go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's really good touch. I hope mm-hmm. I hope Lenny is still around. He's very funny. Without giving spoilers for this game, he's a major character in the sequel and a party member. Hell what? yeah! What? Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah! No. I'm gonna play that. That's so weird. He's what? he's literally the butler of the main character in To the New World. Yes. <laughs> oh, so man. imagine Lenny in a nice white tux shirt and fucking sweet pants. Very cool. into that. God, that's cool. yes. good. I would not have expected that because I. You know, spoiler: We fight him here. I think he dies here. That was my expectation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought he died here too. But you yeah, know. I'm not saying anything about this game. He's into the new world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, at this point, uh, you've killed these mooks. Which, by the way, they look very uh, crusadery. Yeah, they have like Shaolin spades on their hand. Yeah, it's it's really strange why they are dressed up like this. But anyway, Lenny then turns to Veronica and says, Com- uh, you compared go on to ahead. the extremely normal previous versions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> extremely, extremely normal. Well, I, I feel like, you know, I guess it makes sense because they're like uh, like a weird semi-religious order thing. And these are the Templars or something. I don't know. Yeah, that makes they're more sense. Sort than the, of the Templars. That makes more sense than what if Psychomantis was was also Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Eh. Yeah, so Letty turns to Veronica and says, uh, you get out of here, you go meet up with Nikolai, I'm going to take care of this. And go meet up with Nikolai and the Master. And then he transforms into God Hand, our next boss battle. And, so easy. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he's easy if you don't get constantly turned to stone by him. Because, oh, I never uh, got turned to stone. And uh, I looked up that he was Earth Elemental, and since I have two beef boys, just give them both some wind edge, and that fight is over so fast. 
Yeah, I see. I you're, you're definitely way overpowered compared to me because uh, like this fight wasn't like that bad, but it definitely got to the point where I was f- running up against uh, sanity problems. But also, it was probably because I kept getting turned to stone, and uh, it turns out. When you're turned to stone, you're petrified, and you've been in the battle, you don't get any XP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, rip Karen. <laughs> so, yeah, he's still an Earth Elemental. He has a, a few attacks. Uh, some of them are multi-hit. Uh, there's one in particular where he uh, uh, grabs, does a lot of damage to one character, and then throws him into the other two for, like, minimal damage. My man just threw Geppetto into the wall, and I was like, I guy's back. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I actually think this is a really good capstone to a major antagonist in this game. Yeah. Because he's dumb as dirt, but he hits like a tank. And if you don't have mirror bracelets equipped, he is a real threat with the petrification, as Matt can just attest. level are you supposed to be here? Because I was like level 20. I was level like 17, I think. Yeah, I was going to say 17 would be normal. My notes say I was 18 on the first run of this. Okay. Okay. Uh, no wonder I found it extremely easy. That and I have been doing uh, hyper specialization. Yeah, yeah, you are game FAQ's guide overtuned, my dude. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I, I definitely did do a bunch of uh, save state reloading to make sure I got plus three out of all my stat ups and gave all of yeah. the physical oh, ones to Yo and gave all the physical ones to Yoakim and then gave him haste and wind edge and obliterated this dude for like three turns. Yeah, yes. that would that would do it. <laughs> Guess what? That's not standard play for God. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Even yeah. I didn't rush him that hard. Well, yeah, like you're, what, yeah, my, remember, my Joaquin... I also killed Grail and Stargazer in one round. So yeah, so, yeah. Like, well, you spent a five key on it. it was you know great. the thing with the the thing with these battles is uh, you know I had Joaquin in the in the party again and he did serious work. Like he did like twice as much damage as everybody else, but also. What he he oh, kept yeah, changing he forms. Mode. He yeah he he keeps changing forms. So like it, because of those three battles before the boss battle, he was regular Yoki, and then he was invisible, and then he was a bat, <laughs> just back nice. to back to back. Uh, yeah, so I in had the boss bat battle, mode in this fight, which made him just fucking go yeah. nuts. Yeah, he was he was crazy crazy strong, but of course got gets knocked out <laughs> at least twice or, or something like that. Because like his his health is so low, if he gets attacked by the by the attack where he gets like tackled and thrown, uh, he's dead. Yeah, one thing I didn't mention in the before uh, at some point, uh, Letty busts a hole through the wall. Yeah, plot important hole in the wall. Pl- plot important hole in the wall. Because I I thought immediately he was gonna like throw somebody out of it or something, and it's like nope. Then we go to the boss battle. But uh, after this, Lenny uh, stumbles towards the hole and. Uh, he said he says kind of like a last words. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't really important. Yeah, and it wasn't amazing it. enough for me to write down. It no. wasn't enough for me. I wanted my I wanted my fate, my absolute man to get more. I love yeah. him. And then he falls uh through the hole, presumably into the sea, and uh dies. And uh apparently the uh the rest of the crew is pretty uh they're, they're kind of sad about it. They're like, wait, no, and it's like why? I, I'm sad about it. When Lenny and Yuri interact, it's just two himbos yelling at each other, and it's fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, you, you think Yuri would really want him dead, considering that uh, he's part of the reason why Jean is dead. But Yuri also is like, oh, this guy doesn't deserve that. Wait, is that true? Why does Yuri think he's so funny if that's true? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, conservation of tone is not here. Yuri's responses to situations are just, like, generally inappropriate. I love that. (laughs) It's it's pretty good. Like, he he doesn't play, like, a character who's actually in this world. He's just just doing a lot of, like, fourth wall gesturing constantly. Yuri's best trait is that he sucks so much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just such it's a the dick. difference between Hunter and Spyro 2 and Hunter and Spyro 3. Oh, holy <laughs> shit, this upcoming note is amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> I wrote that joke solely for you when I was trying to think of a good metaphor. <laughs> so, at this point, we can return to Khan, and Roger will catch us up on the origin of Sapientis Gladio, Once upon a time, they were the idealized version of the DSA, but a new leader came on the scene and turned them from hippies into the real existence of the DSA, helmed by the ultimate sex pest and bent on conquest. They wanted three things. Roger, the Amigre manuscript, and something that he'll show us if we go back to his house. So we're now free to revisit any areas we want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like nothing. and like Roger Roger is uh super goofy too, by the way. Oh yeah, we should talk about Roger. Yeah. He's like a real golem. <laughs> he is a tiny uh <laughs> sort of misshapen goblin. I think goblin is the correct term. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like a yeah. like a really high pitched goblin-y voice. Like I'll probably I, cut I, in I some of I do like here. that they made the great sage into this guy. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Well, and like they're just like repeatedly that, hitting this like borderline dead guy on the back of the head and everyone does it. Nobody likes him. His whole deal is that he starts to go off on like extremely long, like Golden Sun style like lectures. And then somebody just slaps him <laughs> in the back of the head because that's what it is, right? He's just like, yeah, the, yeah. He's, like he's like the plot rock from Golden Sun, except they slap him in the back of the head after half a line and just say, tell us the short version. <laughs> Have I ever told you? My Golden Sun Dark Dawn story. Did you play more than an hour of that game like an idiot? No, because this is how that began for me. Someone bought me a copy as a punishment (laughs) for doing an LP that hated that original game. And they pre-ordered this game for me because it was just about to come out. I got... One extended cutscene in, and I, you know, you're in the opening area, and I find a book on a table that I don't know when I open it, refreshes the plot of the first two games. I'm thinking, I'm not going to play the second game, Lost Age, again. I'll look at this. That book takes ten minutes to go through, (laughs) unskippable, and I just start mashing the fucking button. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Oh, my God. But I'm not watching through the opening cutscene again. And I mash so much that it immediately reopens the book. (laughs) And I shut off the cartridge, and I never played another minute. So uh, (laughs) I got so bored, like, in a couple hours that I looked up a video, and, like, two-thirds of the way through the game, the majority of the enemies are still only dealing, like, one damage to you. And I'm like, what is this fucking game? Why even have enemies in it? Do you know what I'm very glad about? I'm very glad that Dark Dawn did the same stupid thing they did with the original game, where it only does half the plot, and goes, of course we'll get a sequel, and everyone and their mother told Camelot to shove it up their ass forever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I only played the first one, and I played it when I was pretty young, and uh, I don't know, I liked it at the time, but it probably doesn't hold up. If you actually plot out what your characters do in that first game, uh-huh. it's incredibly funny to realize that you basically do negative work on the overarching plot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard, like, it, they completely flipped the script on you in the second game. Well, A, it's explicitly that, but B, you're trying to stop people from waking up four elemental talismans. You fail at two of them, and also, you stop doing that for a large portion of the first game so you can get an old guy some medicine, which he needs to stay alive. But in the middle of the medicine quest, you actually go help pirates build a boat. And, like, if you diagram this out, it's like, you did three things. Uh-huh. Golden Sun yeah. 2 is cool, though, because the uh, the Golden Sun 1 party is the villains for half the game, because you have opposite goals. Yeah. 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 And none of your characters tell the original party, hey, we actually need to do this. They just keep going around killing babies instead. It it's rules. incredibly stupid. It, I, it rules. It's fun. I like it. You will never get me to do a Camelot RPG Oh, other we would than not maybe do Shining for, Force on this fucking show. We would not do show. one of those for this po- this podcast, but I like it. If we if we ever decide to burn Unfortunately, down, yeah, like Shining Force three, I think the second the second game is kind of shit from what I remember. Right, Shining Force three is excellent, and it's the last good Camelot RPG. What I like about Golden Sun is it's a what if a Zelda dungeon was good instead of a Zelda dungeon. That is a hot take because I have a whole rant about how bad the magic system is at Golden Sun. Oh, no, it sucks that it costs MP and that you can run out. But other than that, like the quality of the puzzles is good instead of just tasks. I hate that there are three different spells that are magic hand because it takes multiple skills to learn how to push or pull or Uh lift. Uh Uh-huh. Fuck off. Okay, but... The wireframe of the puzzles is good, which is what I like. The boy, where you interact with them definitely sucks. <laughs> anyway, yes, I could I could do this for a while. Like I was saying, yeah. if we ever want to burn down LST, the final season is beyond the beyond. Fuck it. Oh, that game. Oh, that's Camelot, oh. baby. Oh, yeah. I have not played that. Oh, boy. Oy. Hey, well, well, don't worry. We have uh, plenty of other middling uh, <laughs> to mediocre uh, RPG series that we're going to go through first. How dare you? Oh, there, <laughs> there's so many. I mean, we are discussing Xenosaga episode two. <laughs> exactly. Oh anyway, I like I like nothing about that game but the combat, which I like a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, be so, a good one. so we're going we there are some uh more side quests uh we could do in uh in con and yes. uh uh in in con uh the the treasure hunt guy can be appeased if you found his item on the island and gives you a second hint this one is a reverse cipher uh, what was the reverse cipher uh it's straight up all written as garbled text, but it's just if you reverse the letters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So if you go to Montmartre uh, and talk uh, and talk to the wolf madman, uh, you get a prize since you now have three plus paw stamps. Probably. Unless you're like 
actively avoiding them. Yeah, I think by this point you're guaranteed two. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are two plot ones. And if you go to Southampton, uh, you may have another wrestling match, uh, depending on what you did earlier. I I couldn't I couldn't win the wrestling match, uh, the first one. Uh what's what's the trick there? So one thing you can do to cheat it, come in at golden bat form. Oh yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Or you can also, just block. Also, you have to, it, it really helps to have like, uh, oh God, I, Leopold's bear. Yes. The yeah. instant Le- kill protection. Yeah. Because uh, oh, otherwise. Yes. Yeah. That's what I didn't have. So I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then otherwise you just die in the first round. Is that why that magically worked out last episode? Yeah. 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 Cause, cause I did that one last time we were here and I'm like, that seemed very easy. I don't know why everyone has a hard time with this. Well, good news. If you completed that second one, you are now out of moves until disc two. Aww. Yeah. All right. So, uh, now what about Roger? Yeah. So after we do all of our side quests, uh, we go back to Roger's house and it, uh, turns out he just invented like a cold fusion engine and put it in an airship, which you use to pursue Nikolai. And the takeoff is incredible. It's got real uh, JoJo's. Can you believe this is my third plane crash energy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It really does. It's like you almost plummet directly into the ocean. It's very good. So uh, as we're flying off in the cutscene, we find out that uh, the new head of the secret society is fucking Rasputin. Just holy shit. Uh-huh. Just, I thought we were ending this episode here until earlier this morning, and I just could not believe that that's where we are going to end the episode. <laughs> See, when you told me you were shocked by what came next, I thought you were shocked by our new party member. No. God. Uh, little did I know that we're also just having the fatal frame kit in our character, in our party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. So uh, that takes us into uh, Petrograd. Yeah, and uh, this is where uh, things get a a little wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh huh. Because uh-huh, the first thing that happens is that uh, you see a uh, naked woman in a bed, naked blonde woman in a bed, and uh, Rasputin's walking away, and uh, it turns out uh, that is Veronica, and uh, Veronica and Rasputin have been uh, boning down. Uh, <laughs> like the I, first thing she says is, and I have this quoted. I didn't expect you would be here in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's it's extremely unsubtle. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, the funny, like, when I first saw this cutscene, I was like, uh, who's that? And then as soon as she walks out in her full getup, like, five seconds later, <laughs> that was fast. I'm like, holy shit. You know, 
good honor. Rasputin is probably the only man who could hold up to the, hold up to that, given how basically immortal he was. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, and like Rasputin is, uh, I don't know. I am really distracted by the symmetry of the back of his hair and his uh, beard chin. The way they both sort of curl outwards. Not the part where he's blue. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, he's seven <laughs> feet tall, blue gray, like he's been taking colloidal silver. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a bit pale. Uh, no, like I no seriously. The thing that I find the most distracting about him is that his it, like if you follow his like beard through the back of his head, he looks like a fucking bell curve. I'm gonna have to look for this the next time he's in a scene. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very very symmetrical. But yeah, at this point, uh, we're halfway through. Uh, we're halfway into a real thing that happened, where Rasputin has already won the love of the Romanovs, the royal family in Russia, because he did a miracle cure job on the young Alexei Romanov, the uh, prince or one of the princes. Because I think there's multiple princes in this uh, palace. There are a few. There are a few. And but they will unlike all die of being hemophiliacs. <laughs> yeah, yep. but we we don't know if this is a. Uh, true to history or not but young anastasia princess anastasia uh does not uh like rasputin does not trust him and uh she is determined to prove his villainy also now uh we get to uh control anastasia so she is now a party member and a mage and a mage and a photographer she's not a photographer yet not yet but she will uh-huh. be very if shortly. anyone with a camera is a photographer i guess I mean, in this era, yes. Fine. Yeah, they weren't everywhere. So you can explore the palace all you want at this point, but guards are posted to keep your mischief-making ass out of the way while everyone is preparing for a royal ball tonight. If you talk to the servants, they're all pretty aware that World War I is happening outside, but none of the nobility have any concerns, and there's more than a little class resentment going on. Yeah, you know, there, there's one maid who uh, whose husband died in the war already, and she's extremely sad, and it's really underplayed. <laughs> Let's just say this isn't the last we're going to hear of that. So uh, eventually you uh, fake fall asleep, and this makes the uh, guards relax a little bit and lets you uh, sneak out for more cutscenes. And you head to a uh, machinist shop in town, and he has repaired a uh, mystic egg for her and a camera. The mystic egg is the uh, weapon. She wields uh, clockwork eggs, which unfold into a bunch of defensive forms. And the camera is her special ability, which allows you to access the album in the library. And for Anastasia to do the snapshot command, uh, she's basically a realm from FF6 or other blue mages. And that she can uh, take a shot of the enemy and like get a enemy skills. It's like the enemy skill material, basically. but. Uh, Unlike the Blue Mages, everything you do this to will reveal its stats, and hopefully its element for all future combats. Yes, you get element, HP, and I think one other thing. And it just instantly displays now. I think I'm replacing Blanca with her, probably. Yeah, and like, she basically becomes, has to be a permanent party member now for her to have any real utility, right? Yeah, I'm probably going to replace Blanca with her. Unless you are one of the people who just looks up which enemies give certain skills and only brings your blue mage in for that. Yeah, I would say keep her around at all times because she's a very good mage. Uh, She gets some really cool enemy skills and just being able to permanently see stats on anyone you run into is handy as hell. And I do not have to look up boss vulnerabilities. 
It'd be great. So mm-hmm. much better than Lucia. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, Lucia yeah. is great for buffs when yeah. you have all of her oils. That's it. Also of note here, as Anastasia is leaving the shop, our friend the Japanese ambassador is A, in Russia, and B, having his watch repaired by the same guy. Uh, so you explore town uh, and eventually follow uh, Rasputin down to a meeting uh, wherein Anastasia snaps him with a flash. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, meeting with an assassin to kill her father. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> kill the czar? I know, right? What, what horror. Unthinkable. <laughs> I'm sure he would be doing everyone in Russia a favor. Uh, one of the worst leaders ever. Okay, Rasputin gives no shits uh, and tells the Templar to kill the girl. Um, our, so our goal now, uh, is to flee to the machinist shop for safety. Uh, unfortunately, along the way, uh, the assassin's assistant, a winged beast called Pendulum, swoops down and corners Anastasia in an alleyway. Uh, luckily there are four newcomers to town who aren't cowed by floating demons. And so Anastasia joins this party for this incredible joke of a boss battle. Like, thank God it's a joke because, uh, like, they obviously mess with your party uh, setup and you haven't had time to do any prep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's worth snapshotting this enemy. Uh, I'm pretty sure almost everyone would because you just got the ability. But uh, it does give uh, Anastasia a new ability uh, to use. She gets a potent little water spell off of this. Yeah. So, uh, Everyone goes back to uh, Henry's shop and, you know, the, Henry does not believe uh, her story that Rasputin said he's good. They're going to kill the, the uh, king and uh, all, the Tsar, excuse me, uh, the Tsar. And also, you know, there's a magic demon that went after her, but the party definitely uh, believes her and they uh, vow to uh, stick with her. So they're going to pose as her. Uh, as her entourage, like they, they basically give uh, little jobs to each individual character, like some of the tutors, one's a bodyguard. Blanca will be a pet. Blanca will be a pet because you just get free pets on the street uh, <laughs> uh, that are wolves, by the way. And yeah, uh, at this point, they're trying to get to Rasputin and, and stop whatever he's got planned. Uh, so now we have to go to the palace. Uh, if you explore this area a little bit, there's like a few little, there's like a big square. Uh, and you can actually run into um, the Magimel brothers when you're just Anastasia by herself. Uh, they had some fun dialogue. No new gear yet, though. No so new gear. I kind of skipped it. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're there. They're present. So now that they got their plan to go after Rasputin, uh, they decide that they're going to go back to the palace and... Uh, Basically stop whatever he's doing, and that's where we're going to end for today. Yeah. So uh, where's where's our party at? Uh, how are we doing it? Like right now, I have uh, still rocking the uh, Yuri, Joachim, Blanca, and Geppetto. Uh, Yuri, huge DPS monster. Uh, all the elements are unlocked, but Dark is like a level 10 now. <laughs> My dude's so fast and hits so hard. Joachim only ever attacks uh, Blanca's uh, kitted out in mage stuff because his physical defense is okay, even compared to Geppetto. Uh, I have him doing like heals and buffs and stuff, and Geppetto just does all the damage spells. I'm probably going to swap out both swap the responsibility so Geppetto is heals and buffs 
since he can still do DPS stuff with Marionette cast, and then give uh, swap in Anastasia for Blanca and give her all the damage stuff, and that's what I'll be up to. I swapped out Lucia and uh, brought Joachim back in, so I'm like running with uh, Joachim, Yuri, Geppetto, and Karen for this section, at least until I got Anastasia. I'm going to swap out Karen for Anastasia uh, from here, probably for the next little bit. Yes, you're not so fizz-heavy. Perhaps. Uh, so yeah, for Yuri, it turns out like when I first remembered that I was able to use my uh, soul power to upgrade my fusions, I upgraded uh, the water, fire, and wind to level three. Uh, then I ran out of stuff. And then what I I couldn't decide which one to focus on after that. So that I just put I've just been spreading it around. So like now I have like uh, dark at level three, earth at level three, and the light at level two. Just pretty much a generalist build there. And uh, for Geppetto, like at this point, like I had, I started with Earth and Dark, and now he's got uh, Heat and Aqua, the, the Fire and Water uh, casts. So those are all the casts I have for him. But yeah, I think uh, I haven't really used Anastasia other than that one time, so I don't really know how I want to like put crests on her just yet. Fletcher, how did the stats for Yuri's forms work? Because like. Can you lower your stats by transforming if your dude is like very low, if your transform is very low level, uh, but Yuri is high level? I don't actually know. I should look up the formulas for that. I will add that to my notes to plug in next time. Yeah, that might they be don't... a thing to look into, Matt, because like if you yeah. accidentally lower your stats by transforming, it might be better to specialize a little more. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I I would imagine... I don't know if it would take your stats down. It definitely wouldn't boost them as much. But like, yeah, I could I could see that being a thing because like when you're in the menu and you're looking through your fusions, uh, it doesn't tell you what the stat if there are any stat changes. It's not shown to you. Sure, it does. You can go into the uh, I think it's under the personal and the under the personal and the fusion screen. You can just see. No, it's under the uh, Yuri's menu for his abilities. You can look at your fusion stats. Oh, so they have the fusion stats there. Okay, because I it's not in the, like when you're you know on the area where you're going to upgrade your fusions, it doesn't show anything there. It just shows the the skills. Yeah, there's like a labyrinth of nightmare menus in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I was looking for it. I'm like, oh, I wonder which one has which uh, like you know stat it emphasizes, and I, I didn't see it in the in the fusion page. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that because I'm I'm curious about it, too. It, it's just kind of weird how, like, if they presented the information a little bit more clearly, then I think this game would feel less obtuse uh, by, like, an order of magnitude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always found the uh, the fusioning system to be quite obtuse. Um, it's it's a little hard to figure out what does what. Yeah, that's why I just opted out to not bother and have just been slamming it all into one element for huge stat boosts. (laughs) I just picked an element I did not have yet. So it looks like they are just multipliers. Uh, First tier is X1 amount. Second tier is a higher multiplier. And the third is a whole other thing. Okay. Well, we haven't gotten to third tiers yet. That doesn't unlock till I, I assume at least disc two. Ah, uh, let me see when you can. Yeah, because I can't. I can't level up my dark stone anymore yet. Yeah, we need to get soul drops, and there are only six. Hmm. So does that there mean you can? 
Well, I I guess there are six elements, so that works out. Um, there's six there elements are... plus whatever is in those other weird doors. I was going to say, there's some other fusions that aren't elements. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You like Devil Man? I've never watched Devil Man. Dude, it rules. Maybe you, you should, should watch out. some Devil Man before we unlock one of those fusions. <laughs> Dude, you should check it out. It rules. Uh, uh, yeah, Crybaby is excellent. Like I, yeah. I, I've, I've been a little like trepidatious because, uh, because of its reputation for being like super violent and grim. Oh, it's definitely very violent and grim. Try Crybaby. It's probably the best intro to Devil Man. Gotcha. Yeah, you can do it in like two hours. Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll check that out. So, uh, wrapping it up, do we have any closing thoughts on this leg of the game? On the entire ask... opening, or just the section yeah, we've discussed you today? Just, you, you could do general thoughts, uh, since you had to play the entire game so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, so this was one of my favorite games on the PS2 uh, when I was younger. The battle system was just, like, so original. Um, compared to what I had been exposed to previously. And I think I was the right age where the sort of dark, gothic, Lovecraftian slash Resident Evil vibes of the game uh, really stood out to me. You know, I was a big fan of Devil May Cry and uh, all that stuff. And also didn't, you know, hadn't been exposed to Lovecraft literature much yet, so... This a lot of this was like interesting and new to me. Coming back to the game, I think I really uh, have appreciated the wacky tone of it, uh, the way that it juxtaposes the the like grim darkness with the absurd humor. Like I was just watching through these scenes that uh, that that uh, happened in in Russia, and well, Anastasia is trying to uh, convince the uh, gaslighting tinkerer or clockmaker or whatever he is that, in fact, Rasputin is a threat to the Romanovs. Yuri is just holding uh, Blanca by the the paws and, like, (laughs) swinging back and forth with with him uh, (laughs) in, like, a weird kind of, like, dog dance thing. Uh, Because, you know... What else are you going to do when there's plot exposition? Uh, (laughs) That kind of goofiness is really good. And I think as has been said here, the dungeons are generally not very good. I think a big miss is having random encounters during puzzle sections and padding out a little bit too much with fetch quests in this this last one. But I did enjoy the, uh, the weird flower island... Uh, that you go to with Lucia and she tries to kill you with the that's the, 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 that's big, the, best the dungeon, big pussy, dude. the big pussy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. Uh, it has like lots of weird Resident Evil vibes and also the puzzles are kind of fun and it's not too long. Um, I think I, I think that's what I enjoyed the most out of the game so far. Also, just the weird horniness of this game is sometimes bad, but sometimes very funny. So. Overall, I had a good time with it, but I don't think I will play through to the end of the game, especially because I accidentally deleted my save. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I, I don't blame you at all for that. 
the, his- <laughs> the history stuff is a lot for me. The history? Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I liked it in the first place. I was like, ooh, it's yeah, historical but what they, JRPG. What they do with it is weird. Yeah, <laughs> especially when they're like, you know, uh, Rasputin is like the, the greatest threat to Russia. He might kill my father. It's like, ah, I'm pretty sure Tsar Nicholas is the greatest threat to Russia, but Na- okay. <laughs> National hero Rasputin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, yeah. the man of the Iron Mask is fucking Roger Bacon, and you break him out of an impregnable prison. It, it, that is amazing. And, like, I, I also enjoyed the um, the later sections where it's like they have the whole Japan thing going on. That was that was pretty cool. Um, you don't get a lot of games set in that era mm-hmm. in Japan. Ryo so. Kuzunoha. Exactly. That's like the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can uh, go to our Facebook page at LightX Thrice. Obviously, Patreon. I've already dropped a mention of it here. Please back us. Tentacle.pro. Tentacle.pro. Yeah. Plug time. Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, you can always, uh, find my work on general intellect unit, uh, the podcast about, uh, Marxism, socialism, and cybernetics, uh, that I do with Shane Kilkelly. More importantly, uh, at this p- particular moment, you should go check out, uh, the tabletop RPG that I've just released, uh, The Wind Began to Howl. Uh, so you can find that on itch.io if you just search for The Wind Began to Howl. And it is a uh, Forged in the Dark game, similar to Blades in the Dark, but with the twist that it's based on all along the Watchtower, and you can play it in about an hour without any Session Zero stuff. You basically just get to listen to a cool song, go through some scenes that are semi-scripted for you, uh, and then do a Blade-style heist. So I've run it quite a few times in playtesting. Every time people have had a blast, I I really would appreciate it if you go check it out on itch.io. That sounds yeah. lit. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah. So, Boku no Stop, uh, we're currently uh, the, doing a little uh, side digression into Battlestar Galactica in the uh, free feed and or is that Patreon only? <laughs> That's Patreon That's only. Patreon. That's Patreon only. Okay, so if you want to hear uh, about us talk about the first mini series of the uh, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica in the first few episodes of the first season, uh, you have to back us. Uh, that show is actually very good. <laughs> what, uh, probably one dollar? Yeah, yeah, at least a dollar. Matt, how did you miss the obvious segue of if you want more about All Along the Watchtower? <laughs> yes, uh, I explicitly mentioned it in the game description uh, that, uh, hey, many people just know this song from Battlestar Galactica. Do they? But that's cool. But, yeah. yeah definitely some folks, yeah. Uh, okay, because yeah. I know it because of Hendrix, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... But actually, there are many people who haven't heard the Hendrix version and have only heard the uh, BSG version. That's pretty good, though. That's so straight. I I had no idea that that was a connection. (laughs) There was a connection to that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people haven't heard the Bob Dylan version. That's true. Well, yes. 
That's because Bob Dylan should only be writing music and not performing it. Yeah, it's because Bob Dylan <laughs> fucking sucks ass is what you meant to say. Uh, I like a lot of Bob Dylan. I know he's some a good of writer. Sucks. He's a terrible yeah, but you like performer. things that suck ass, like Sailor Moon. Uh, Sailor hey. Moon does not suck ass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's into that. You know, it was it was the '90s. Things were different, but yeah. And also, uh, we're still doing JoJo's. We're in the middle. Well, in the middle, we've just started uh, Stardust Crusaders, and that is weird. I'm not sure if I like it. We've already had multiple discussions about is this going to get worse? Uh, well, there, there's one episode that w- we are about to cover that uh, is very dire. <laughs> Chris, have you gotten to Eight Boat? No. Are you telling me that Dyer is back? <laughs> are you telling it's... me that Dyer is back? No, no. I'm t- I'm telling you that there is an episode about a boat and it's very bad. <laughs> I will not spoil anything else. Fletch? Oh no, they're okay. Yeah, they are <laughs> they are boating to Africa, huh? Yeah, uh, let's go with that. Yeah, let's let's, <laughs> let's go with that. We're uh-huh. not we're not doing this live. No, uh, no, no, no. We're saving that. And yeah, I am the editor for the occasional pitch drop podcasts like Boku no Stop, which you've heard about, and also for the Race Ball Network of podcasts with Journey Through the Decacast and Going Digital. I hope you enjoy them. You can find us elsewhere on the internet, etc. I do too many things. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone yep. I know does. <laughs> it's our Gotta era. Get that paper. All right. Well, that is all until next time when we will be playing uh, up through uh, the end of Russia until we arrive in Japan. Until next time. See ya. Yeah. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. Hey, Roger, wake up. He looks the same underneath. Keep your comments to yourself. Besides, you're late getting here. Mm. Hey, who's this weird-looking gentleman? What a rude young lady. My name is... No, that's not it. It's Roger Bacon! Yes, master philosopher, alchemist, and eternal love. Oh, enough of that. We don't have time for your long-winded self-introductions. Eh?